Welcome to Politics Disassembled. I'm Kit Hanna. A refreshed attempt to put funding for education's post-16 campus back on the political agenda this week has ended with an adjournment in the middle of the debate, throwing the plans and politicians into no man's land. Now there is a two-week gap before it's picked up again in the next state's meeting, which is already chock-full of government business, both new and delayed from previous meeting overruns. That presents an opportunity for friends and foes of education as they scurry to find the support required to achieve their political objectives. But the near fortnight wait for certainty will extend the fatigue currently being felt by educationalists, teachers, parents, carers and students as Guernsey's well-documented edu chaos reigns on. And policy and resources aren't resting on their laurels either, appearing to back the idea as they prepare for a vote of confidence in their leadership, which if successful would force their resignations. Just three weeks ago, the states withdrew funding for Way, the new home of the Guernsey Institute and post-16 education in the island, instead favouring the hospital modernisation project on the back of failing to agree any meaningful changes to the tax system, including introducing GST. This week, two attempts came in as part of the 2024 budget debate to reconsider this status, with education requesting that the states just get on with the project regardless by taking out new borrowing and another amendment seeking to provide cash to that end by taking more money from companies. And despite having argued for months that spending all the island's cash reserves or taking out substantial new borrowing in one fell swoop without a sustainable funding mechanism would lead to credit rating problems and diminishing investment returns, policy and resources in less than a month appear to have changed its mind. With the prospect of extracting £5 million extra out of companies and using other additional revenue to pay for the borrowing, the message was that the landscape has changed. Deputy Peter Furbrush said some things are more important than money, with education being one of those, and effectively said he didn't care that he and his committee were presenting inconsistent positions. Many in favour of the move to enter into the borrowing hailed the wider benefits that would be provided through the campus and said because of additional consultation with business on levies, this was a way forward. But that came up against heavy opposition, with many saying this was hypocrisy, astounding and committing the island to unfunded borrowing on a whim that everything might just be all right. It will certainly solidify positions into their ability to lead the island, with a vote of confidence looming which could be fought and won on the case of fiscal irresponsibility. That will happen after the conclusion of the budget debate, with education to pick up just where it left off, with several speakers still left to make their case. Deputies did consider a raft of amendments before considering education's capital projects, and we'll run through those now. Two attempts to limit how much property taxes increased were batted down, with rates now likely to significantly ratchet up for those with more land and larger properties. A deferred payment scheme for those unable to pay immediately was also rejected. There was other tinkering with property tax, with PNR heeding deputies' concerns that new penal rates of TRP for unoccupied buildings and derelict land such as old glasshouses should undergo further consultation and have a wider time allowance before punitive rates kick in. Tax caps which limit the total income tax paid by higher earners won't be meddled with too, but the withdrawal of personal income tax allowances will be lowered to £80,000 per year from £90,000, surviving an amendment to keep the threshold as it is. And there will be no bespoke rate of income tax for higher earners, set at 22-23%, to with deputies heavily rejecting that idea. The states also voted to give tax breaks to microbreweries by cutting excise duty, while duty increases for registering the most polluting vehicles on our roads will be used to subsidise the bus service and limit fare increases as far as possible. 
Of course, these changes are subject to a final vote at the end of the debate, and the status quo could change. And, with a two-week gap, all eyes are on deputies' next moves on whether these new amendments will come forward in that period to alter the decisions of this week, including on education's campus. The main focus will be on the third time Lay Osway is debated by the Assembly in two months, and whether historical critics of plans can coalesce around yet another alternative scheme, or those with serious concerns about the borrowing involved can hold a firm line and persuade those on the fence. Meanwhile, it could also provide an opportunity for education to find new innovative ways of financing its project to turn some minds and ensure certainty for those in the education system. That's all to come, and the next days are pivotal. Keep your eyes on Express as we cover what happens next and the huge debate which starts on the 22nd of November. Guernsey may agree on funding for the campus, but it could lose its top political committee within a few days of each other. <laughs>